Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 125, episode 5 of Dear Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. <laughs> production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck, Jack. fuck Fox News, fuck and fuck the Wall Street Journal. Fuck them. Hell yeah, yeah. I said yeah, it. I, I, like, for real, for real on that one. Yeah, they're they're keeping their coronavirus content behind a fucking paywall. I so is the New York Times. To be fair, I I tried to click on "Can I take my dog outside?" and it's like, "Give me a dollar and maybe I'll fucking tell yeah. you." <laughs> Give well, me a New dollar and maybe I'll show you an article as of on. Like twenty minutes ago at this recording, just uh, said that you can access all coronavirus content uh, for free, but you do have to like give them your email and blood sample the email and all that. Blood sample, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you right, yeah. right. Oh, oh, palsy. Oh, palsy. It's uh, actually it's, palsy. It's Friday, March 20th, 2020. Uh, my name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Uh, Saving P- Private O'Brien, a.k.a. Sweat Me If You Hand, a.k.a. <laughs> Joe versus the Potato, a.k.a. Gnarly Wilson's War, a.k.a. Extremely Loud and Incredible Leaf Blows, uh, Leaf Blower Breath, a.k.a. Cole Gast Away. And aka Yeatless in Seattle. Those are amazing Tom Hanks related AKs, courtesy of Trike Gang at just TDZ AKAs. That is so uh, good. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh, don't get blamed, don't get blamed for spreading germs around you. Stay home and drink cold brew instead of getting shamed. Don't get blamed, don't get blamed. You acting kind of shady. Not hanging out lately Why the sudden change I'm just adding things Because I need to keep singing For my own well-being But thank you to Christy Yamaguchi Mate at Crispy Meme Donut For that wonderful Destiny's Child themed AKA And Miles and I are thrilled to be joined As always by our co-host Jamie Lofton I see quarantine (laughs) Red noses too Oh no. Locked in a room, just me and you. And I think to myself, I'm a boss who miss girl. <laughs> I see miles of gray. Bro. And Jack O'Brien, second rate all day while Trump goes online. I and I think to myself, I'm a boss who means girl. I can have a good Lou Armstrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, oh, wow. That sounds like a Michael Scott character. There's, yeah. I, did, Michael Scott did a Louis Armstrong at some point, right? He's yeah. the, he, Michael he Scott has done any kind of problematic impersonation. How does one do a Louis Armstrong impression? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's a oh, cough from just trying to go too to, deep in my register. Do damage to your vocal cords. You yeah. got it. There's um, no way to, to survive a good Louis Armstrong impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, guys, uh, how's everybody doing? How's everybody yeah. hanging in? Quick check in. Uh, Good. Running. I'm running. Yeah. You're running. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, up and down the past day. Uh, there are there's kind of like some fun dystopian activities going on in my my neighborhood. I like went on a walk. Ooh. I went on a walk last night, like or like around sunset, around like a sh- like a, a more secluded area, because um, I I read on a website without a paywall that you can do that, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, there were people like riding ATVs down the street. It was like really. <laughs> oh shit! It was like wow. chaotic, but it was fun. It was like parents and kids just like zooming ATVs down. That like I almost got. I was like, oh, it's really quiet around here. It's like almost a little freaky. And then I almost got like hit by an ATV immediately. <laughs> so we're chilling. Yeah, over here. I mean. This is the closest we've come to like the abandoned landscape of an apocalyptic movie. I, I'm assuming people are going to eventually start doing some of the things like riding dirt bikes around, jumping jumping them off of. I wonder if like buildings. Philly is lit right now. Everybody's on their bikes doing wheelies right. and shit. I like, because I know right by my house last night there was definitely some street bikes like going the fuck off like up and down the yeah. street. So I yeah I think uh, you know the when the when the cats are away quarantined the mice will play. It's fun. I mean, also, right now it feels kind of like the level of dystopia that's more kind of like you know the part of Jimmy Neutron right after all the parents disappear and all the kids like pee in the shower and run around. Nah, not not too savvy when it comes to the Jimmy okay. Nooch. I guess I'm the Jimmy Neutron scholar of the group. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Neutron. Wait, why did the kids have to wait until their parents are gone to pee in the shower? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know you are could their parents pee in the shower monitoring before their I saw showering? Jimmy Neutron. I wasn't yeah. allowed to take showers when I was a kid. Is that fucked up? <laughs> Anyways. What? what do you mean? Like you weren't trusted to take a standing ba- bathing? I don't even know what the words are. You yeah. weren't trusted to stand and bathe? Yeah. Bathing experience? Sitting bathing only. And then sitting, <laughs> sitting, bathing only in our house for some reason with your cousins. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. like Japan. Right, though. Let's you tell them what we're going to talk about today, guys. There's a lot of uh, dystopian shit to get to. Uh, so, so we're we're going to talk about uh, Netflix is being asked by the EU to slow the fuck down to keep the internet from buckling in Europe, and people suspect that might be coming to the United States soon um just uh, so many people are streaming netflix content that it's it's gobbling up all that bandwidth all that sweet sweet bandwidth out there i'm gonna ask the question uh yesterday i asked the all-important question does the song american pie still make sense in this post-corona <laughs> virus world uh i do, even in retrospect that seemed like a seems like a stretch to me one day later but uh i'm going to ask if celebrities still make sense uh after that amazing uh mm. rendition oh. of imagine featuring all our fave celebs some uh, some pretty major betrayals in that video yeah yeah uh, yeah that's what I'm getting. I like I yeah, some of my faves. Some of my faves are uh, out here and I I wonder if it's just, you know, in in this new reality if they no longer make sense. I mean, Gal Gadot, we already know that she's bad bad bad. Uh, oh, so I thought that's that, who you were talking about because that's uh, my favorite celebrity who I trust the most. <laughs> oh no, I have such bad news for you. Oh uh, no, what happened? The, uh, but the, I mean, Kristen Wiig, top five anime betrayals. Uh, yeah. Like Sarah Silverman, ow, ow, ow. It's all you know. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, um, yeah. I, I think they I think they thought they were doing something good. That's yeah. the only benefit of the doubt I could give them. It ends up being yeah. just like a look at a lot of really nice houses. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really blame anybody except Gal Gadot, who like seemed to have really put a lot of thought into it. Otherwise, it seems like people were just like, oh, yeah, she wants to do a thing. They didn't necessarily know what how it was going to be formatted or presented and that she would be like, I've been thinking a lot philosophically lately. Uh, <laughs> did you? Uh, the post, incredible. Zoe, uh, Zoe Kravitz looks like she's being uh, held hostage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's an anti-malaria drug that might be promising in how uh, it is able to treat COVID-19, so we're going to uh, talk about that. I mean, we're going to talk about... Yeah, maybe. Could maybe. go right, could we, not. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we just don't know. We just don't know. Um, test availability is still a kind of a central question, uh, and it seems like it's sort of a a hole at the middle of all the coverage of the coronavirus spread because uh, it's all like any numbers we get are purely based on like how available testing is there. Like right. they, people are talking about a New York, New York uh, spike overnight and it's just that they started testing more. And so now we can see that it's everywhere, which I think is the case basically everywhere. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk, we're going to speak directly to Ron DeSantis, uh, which might become a recurring a segment where we just speak directly to Ron DeSantis. Uh, we're going to look at uh, all the different age groups that are uh, affected because it's not just the olds like we thought. Um, oh. But before we get to any of that, guys, let's uh, let's just do a group sesh of uh, one each total search history. Does anybody have a search history they want to share? Uh, I Googled the lyrics to tub thumping because I want the celebrities to do tub thumping next. <laughs> <laughs> they're like we'll That's be ama- singing amazing. when we're winning yeah i think i think that needs to happen yeah. i agree we need to make it, we need to put it together you know because we are all feeling philosophical at this moment so. and you know just deep as fuck too you know like yeah honestly like like i i'm pretty sure i know what the world needs based on my very right. narrow worldview also imagine is literally about like socialism so Whatever mm. tub, I mean, I tub thumping now more than ever. Whenst one right. gets knocked down, yeah. one must get up. Remember, again. you're never yeah. gonna keep me down. Never. Yeah. I searched um, for uh, how to make Russian dressing. Oh. Okay, how? Because I I'm trying to make a Reuben, but I there I did not find Russian dressing at the store. But I read a lot of things where like you can make it. So now I'm just trying to make my Russian dressing. <laughs> there's a uh, there's also a, a a development that you might have missed, Miles. There's a fight going on between Sonny and Flea. James yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Just keep trying to break up the yeah. fight. What they fight over they cigarettes? Fight? They're doing their fight. The thing is, like, yeah, the cigarettes are near the nearest us. We can't. I can't afford uh, enough cigs for them both, so they're supposed to share. <laughs> And they don't share. Sonny, Sonny sometimes gets excited. He eats the entire cigarette. That sets Flea off. And they're both, they both have withdrawals. This is actually a whole thing today. 
They're, um, you should start going like live, like pet domestic pet fights over cigarettes because we'd have no more <laughs> sports to watch. This is going to be Miles, a new, yeah. Is Russian dressing close to Thousand Island dressing? What's Russian dressing? It's like? basically what I found out is that like the difference is Thousand Island is sweeter and okay. Russian dressing has more of a hip tang. Hip tang? Yeah, like there's a little bit more spice to it. Like, got it. There's more okay. spicy flavor, like or, like whether you add a little horseradish or like chili sauce or something. Where Thousand Island is basically using like you know using those pickles or relish to give you a little sweetie, sweetie, well, sweetie, my, sweet, sweet. Is I kicked, I, I evicted the animals. Uh, it does anyone? Oh wow, okay, landlord. There, sorry, <laughs> yeah, I. There's actually, been a hold on evictions. Um, not the way I, not the way okay. I. Please remove the rose from your display name on Twitter. There, <laughs> I'm a regular. Who's who's the who are the comedian landlords? It's Hannibal Burris and then someone Hannibal, else. Hannibal Burris, yeah. And then so w- many people. I know waves, so many people in the that no, so many waves. musicians. So He's, many musicians are landlords too. Yeah, if you know an artist, as someone who's like I'm a cool artist, and they're also a landlord, uh, call them out. Uh, but I did just evict my animals. Is French dressing good? Do people hate French dressing? I, you know, I never developed a relationship with French dressing, and maybe that's maybe that's my fault. But I think that's it's like, a, like cr- a less creamy Russian, right? Yeah, like there's no Russian got some chunks in it, right? Right. Yeah. French no. Is, no. I don't chunks. know. Yeah. People are salad dressing zeitgang is probably screaming into their phones. I love I thought French yeah. dressing was more of like a. It's not like creamy, right? It's like more of a vinaigrette. No, it's like a sweet uh, red. It's, like it's kind of yeah. The, you're like you get the you know mayonnaise isn't involved, but it's like not too far away from the. It's really thick and orange. It's really thick and sweet, right? Yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to love it so much. My family, like my family, can't cook for shit, so we would just put salad dressing on every meal. And French was my uh, my vice. Your jam. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So wait, are, um, are you gonna make the Russian dressing, Miles? Yeah, yeah. I'm. Oh, definitely. I have. Yeah. I have mayonnaise. I have some ketchup. I also have some like a little bit more interesting ketchup that has a little more flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And I have. I definitely have prepared horseradish. I'll mix into that. I. I got. Apparently, there was no rush on sauerkraut at the store, hey. so I got me some sauerkraut. Um. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was no rye bread. That. Yeah. There's no rye, so I had to go with wheat. But you know what? Um, I think it'll still be a tasty combination. Got Swiss cheese and the smoked meat, so I'm good there. Yeah, hey. bread is still gone everywhere. Uh, eggs are still gone everywhere. Uh, let's talk about what's underrated. And I wanna I wanna call it travel agents for being underrated. Uh, travel agent is helping super producer Anna Hosnia's mom get home. Uh, which yes. from Iran, which is huge, and uh, you know, bring her home, bring her home, Anna. Um, but we, she was able to use a travel agent to do that. It's been my experience that travel agents are are a thing that we assumed. Okay, the internet exists. We have kayak. We will never need travel agents again. Oh. But it it's one of those things where. If you can afford it, it's actually like they know all the people at the hotels. They know the people at the airlines. They can really make your life a lot easier um, and get shit done. Get get a relative home from Iran. If, I'm hoping, if too, be. like you can kick some travel agents business right now by like asking them 
too. Like, I'm sure they know all the ways you can get a deal or if you have any disposable income and you know you'll have to travel to like be able to take advantage of buying a flight in advance. But who knows? Yeah. Uh, maybe the entire airline industry will go bankrupt and the government will nationalize airplanes. I don't know. Just an idea. They're, but I feel like travel agents are resourceful. Like even if all the planes go under, they'll be able to like get you on a uh, on a Something. crop duster. Yeah, yeah. They're like <laughs> I know a farmer who's going to be going through over that county. How are you with right. a parachute? <laughs> yeah. How How do you feel about parachutes? Okay, not great with those. Okay. okay. Well. Oh, and they're not tandem jumps solo. <laughs> <They're-> <laughs> Uh, what is something you guys think is overrated? Uh, hair and sleeping. (laughs) Uh, I I was going to say maybe our, our lack of faith in humanity. I feel a lot of people are willing to just jump to the darkest conclusion right away. Yeah. Uh, and I would, I, while I know there's plenty of evidence to see how selfish human beings are, there's plenty out there to see that there is also good in people uh, and many people who are willing to make sacrifices for the greater good. Uh, so I'm 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 choosing to uh, really, really like lean into that and, and, and see that happen around me because there's plenty of cases to be like, yeah, well, it's everything's going to go to shit or whatever. But there's also a lot of people who are willing to help each other and they may not their their moment may not have arrived yet. But I know there are plenty of willing people. And for the people whose moment has arrived, they're doing really great things. And I think that's something that uh, should not go overlooked. But I think it's a bit overrated for, you know, a lot of the nightmare scenarios people are playing out in their heads in terms of like total collapse of society and things like that. I mean, hey, look, we've we've all listened. It could happen here. It's definitely possible. But I think where we're at right now, I think it's very important to remember that we are able to lean on each other and we are able to help each other and we should be open to helping each other as well, because that's how that's how we really avoid any kind of ugliness. Well, I got your self-esteem by doing esteemable things for other people. I'm, I've been, it, it is like kind of, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I've had to mute a couple people who seem to be capitalizing on this moment by just like reminding people that whatever, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there is a lot of good stuff going on. I've been really encouraged to see uh, teachers uh, doing stuff online these past couple of days. It's both like very beautiful and very funny to watch. Um, a, a lot of my mom's teacher friends who are mostly women in their 50s and 60s trying to figure out how to live stream. They don't know yeah. how to do it, but they're really yeah. trying. And it's, yeah. it's I don't know. There, there is like, a, there are so many people out there who are like willing to help and do you wanna- good things. You want to add some uh, extra chaos to that situation, you throw in a classroom full of like three and four year olds uh, (laughs) who also don't know how that works and try to get them to stay in front of their webcams as the class is going on. They're just, uh, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's it's inc- sounds like a yeah. fucking mess. Like I, I, I do <laughs> it's such a mess. I, I love. I mean, I love it. It makes. I, I hate that that's the situation, but I'm glad that it's like everyone is like actually making the effort to, to make it happen. And I was talking with a parent this morning who was like, "Yeah, just everyone's trying to figure out Zoom. I don't know. We're doing our best. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. good. Yeah." 
Um, yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to say, because I missed the underrated, I want to say underrated, the movie Richie Rich with Macaulay okay. Culkin. Ooh, did you watch that yesterday? I watched that shit last night. Is it um, good? I mean, no, it's not good, but... <laughs> It was. I was really surprised because, like, there's this whole thing. There's like a an argument of this like uh, factory manufacturing plant getting bought up, and John Larroquette is like the evil capitalist who's like, "We gotta shut the plant down. It's not profitable." And Richie Rich's dad, who's also the grandpa or the father of Lorelai Gilmore on Gilmore Girls, oh is Edward like, no, Herman, we, oh shit, yeah, R.I.P. Rest in power. Yeah, um, he's yeah. like, "No, we must not. We 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 must keep the, the the factory open. It's for the people. It doesn't matter about making money. We want to keep these people in jobs." And then John Lorquette actually schemes against the family to get Regina and Richard, I believe, Rich, the father, uh, killed. On and uh, by like exploding a plane that they're on, so then John Lorquette can take over the company, but he doesn't realize Richie wasn't on the plane, so he has to fucking mm. battle, do battle with the evil capitalist John Lorquette. But it's weird because he's like a billionaire, Wait, but Richie's he does whole vibe murder is like, his parents. No, he tries to, but like they knew. There's a moment. Okay, look, it's long winded, but there was an inventor who created a sniffing machine that you could point it at anything and it would tell you exactly what it was. So it'd be like beef hamburger. The other thing uh, would be like, oh, this is chocolates. And then on the plane, he used it. He puts it on the box that had the bomb, and it said TNT. So the dad's like, oh, oh fuck that. Uh, so he's able to throw the bomb out before it blows a plane up, but it does enough damage that they're like marooned at sea. They eventually come back. But all that to say uh, is there's a moment where Richie wants to return the factory to the workers. He's like, I yeah. want them to own it. And I was like, what the fuck, Richie? Damn. Okay. Okay, Mr. DSA Richie Rich in the building. Uh, put a rose, like. put a rose by your name, Mr. Rich. <laughs> uh, but like, it was just very. It was odd to see that. And the thing that really struck me as odd, I used to. I remember watching it a few times. Like, I remember it was one of those videos, like back in the day when you have your homie have VHSs. You would always watch, like if you spent the night yeah. at someone's house. And that was one. I think we would always just watch passively. Uh, but I right. it was I was I was startled at how many moments started like I re, I was started remembering like the flow of a scene or a joke that was coming. So mm. take the time to watch something that you're like I haven't watched that shit since I was nine, and right. you will be. It's weird how amazing your memory can be in that in that aspect. That's yeah. Amazing. Do you did you notice at all that like your perception like i had this experience with teen wolf where i rewatched it like 20 years after i had first uh, i had last watched it and i realized that like my like the shape of what movies should be is like heavily influenced by teen wolf i think because mm -hmm. it was still like a perfect movie in my estimation when i watched it wow um, <laughs> yeah i don't have so. movies like that where i'm like this is the thing that like I I like weigh all movies against. I'm sure subconsciously I probably do because yeah. we all have that, but I've not I've not yet discovered that yeah. film for me. I thought I was gonna be okay because Jaws was like the main movie that I watched hundreds of times when I was a kid. But then I rewatched Jaws two and I realized I thought that was equally good to uh, <laughs> Jaws one. And so yeah. like, my my uh my taste in movies is suspect. Jamie, what's um, your movie like that? What's my, I'm trying to. Th I mean, I don't. I like a lot of terrible movies. Uh, my my favorite movie I think ever right now is I Tanya. ever right now ever right now I Tanya I think is the my favorite the movie I've seen most as an adult. I saw it 
nine times in theaters. What um, did I, Tanya, usurp? What did... Uh, and overtake? <laughs> Titanic. Titanic, yeah. Oh, right. and before Titanic? I feel like that's you and Caitlin's <laughs> Jaws. That, like you, you guys watched it hundreds of times. I think up. it is. I, I could recite Titanic by heart. Like, it's just in my DNA. I love that shit so much. That And I used to really, really love the 2004 Phantom of the Opera with Gerard Butler. Oh, honey. <laughs> I know every, oh, Gerard, it's, it's the worst. It's Gerard Butler. Gerard. Emmy Rossum, barely doing a high school soprano, cannot sing. Um, and uh, Patrick Wilson, who is amazing. Oh, the singer? Wow. Patrick Wilson, like uh Beat like Patrick Wilson? Yeah, yeah. And wow. he's a, he's like an amazing I guess he started as like a theater guy because he's like a he's a beautiful voice. Gerard, Gerard Butler. If you want to hear some of the world's worst singing, like you think <laughs> cat singing is bad, you gotta listen to Gerard Butler's The Phantom. It's like it's it's really bad. Yeah. Did uh, did y'all hear about uh the butthole cut of cats? They want the butthole. I just know. I just keep seeing release the butthole cut on the okay, internet. I've got you. Okay, so the apparently, uh, so uh, film writer slash great writer uh, Ben Meckler tweeted out like, you know, what the world needs now is uh, an oral history of cats that make everybody feel better, and kind of as a joke. But then someone replied saying that their friend was a video effects editor who had been hired. Uh, late last year, specifically to edit out 400 buttholes from cats. Oh. And so now people are saying or speculating that there is a butthole cut out there and wow. to release the butthole cut. A lot of people are asking because I think everyone is just like so bored and, and looking for things to feel positive about. A lot of people are asking for weird shit to be released. I saw, I sent this to you guys yesterday, but the release the bat uh, was, <laughs> was really funny to me. Okay. <laughs> this is a tweet, a very well-intentioned tweet that really made me laugh from at bat source. Uh, it says, we probably won't get anything <laughs> official for the Batman until at least June due to coronavirus. So I think it would be great if Matt Reeves would please show us a picture of Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne to hold us over. Hashtag show the bat. <laughs> <laughs> he was really trying to make show, show the bat the happen. Dude, just show us the bat, dude. Show us that Let bat. Let me see that bat. I'm out there and Matt Reeves is Pull that bat saying, out real quick. you show us the bat. Show that oh bat. My Show that bat when you see the ROI on fracking, honey. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, guys, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with a myth and uh, news. And we're back. And uh, guys, what's a myth? What's something people think is true or false that you know to be the opposite of that? Uh, my myth is that uh, you you can't get dunked on when you're trying to help people. Uh, uh, <laughs> facts. So I went I went to donate blood yesterday at the Red Cross, and it's first of all everyone should do it. It's very it was very heartening to see that there was like a, an intense social distancing thing in place because so many people wanted to donate blood. That's great. Waited my turn, went in, and they were like. Sorry, your blood fucking sucks. We don't want really? it. 
Yeah, this is is the second time it's happened to me. It happened to me a few weeks ago, and they're like, come back in two weeks. Your blood's just getting all thickened up. Don't worry about it. You just gave blood. Because I gave blood at the beginning of February, and that went fine. And then I came back in March to give um, platelets, because you can give those every two weeks. And so they're like, yeah, come back in a month, and you can give platelets. I was like, great. And then they're like, actually, your hemoglobin is dog shit. Why don't you... (laughs) Why don't you leave and then come back in two weeks? And like, so I, was, I made an appointment you for go yesterday. Work on that. You can go work yeah. on yourself, Jamie. I why don't you go to the gym? I was taking <laughs> iron supplements. I was like, seriously, try. I was like, I want to. I want to do it. It would make me feel better to be able to do it. And I went in, and my hemoglobin was fucking worse. And the nurse was like low key roasting me. She was very funny and very nice, but she was like, she pricked my finger and was like pushing the blood out, and she's like kind of watery don't you think i was like like, yo this bitch got watery blood over here (laughs) and she was just like just so you know it should be a little thicker than that (laughs) (laughs) wait the last time it was too thick or last time it wasn't thick enough also it wasn't thick enough and then i came back and it was even less thick it's getting my blood. I would rather have thin thicker. blood than thick blood, Jamie. If I, you know, yeah. you, you want the thin blood. You don't, you don't want that thick shit that's going to clog up your You know veins. what they say, though? Blood is thinner than water. <laughs> they do. <laughs> that's what they say. In my, in my case, that might be true. So if you can give blood, you should go and tell them that my blood is good. <laughs> also, okay, everybody go to the to, Red Cross uh, just with a note that says yeah. Jamie Loftus blood is good. Please Take let her it. let her. She wants to get rid of it so bad. Like the but yeah, they told me my blood is is bullshit and to get the fuck out. And so I did. Yeah. And also shout out to uh hemophiliacs whose blood can't clot. Uh also bad uh, hey. to have blood that's very thin. Sorry. Okay. Uh yeah. Miles, what is your myth? Uh my myth is that these fucking young people need to take this the shit youngs. seriously. Now, yeah. I know it's not. I'm, I'm sure there are cases all over where people have seen young people uh, out and about acting like nothing is going to happen, living with that youthful hubris. Those uh, Miami, those Miami Spring Breakers. You see that video? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Those so, kids did not look healthy. Yeah. So <laughs> I just want to play a video really quick of one of these. Sprang breakers. Oh, okay. Uh, who is just like a montage of them? This uh, is just the, so these can, are the sick-looking people. Yeah. Yeah, these are all the kids who have like the rosiest cheeks. Could just be from re- being really drunk. I don't know TBD. But I just so everyone can kind of hear from the mouths of these Gen Z kids why they are not going to let something like a global pandemic fuck up their sprang break from mm. the mouths of babes, indeed. <laughs> If I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to Oh, my God. They don't look well. We've been waiting for... He looks like he's wearing stage makeup in a play about tuberculosis. Two, three months. So we're just out here having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. Like, it's really messing up with my spring break. Why are they so red? What the fuck? then go to the bars and the beach and closing all of it. It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. I think it's doing way too much. Doing us bad. We need a refund. This virus ain't that serious. It's serious. It's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty, and we need to address yes, that. Yeah, 
I mean, we planned this a long time ago, and it was kind of up in the air if we still go, but like we're here, I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party, so it's kind of disappointing, but we're just making the most of it. We met these other people in our little Airbnb spot, so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes. Wow. Wow. Yay. So thoughtful, yeah. everybody. The, the Some um, of the reasons. I'm turning 21. I can't be stopped. I think they're blowing this way too out of proportion. They need to worry about other things. Now, some of those things are true, and I understand the spirit of it, but my goodness, these kids do not understand what the, what is what we're trying to prevent. They really are just out there as yeah. if their mom is saying, don't go to spring break. You're going to catch a cold. Right. No, exactly. that's not what it is. It's don't go to spring break because there's a global fucking pandemic that we are still learning about. We don't know what the transmission rates are. We don't know who's infected. We don't know how to combat this quite yet. It's going to do so much damage to the economy. We don't know what's going on. Please stay the fuck home. Um, yeah. And the myth is that, you know, a lot of these young people, they're sort of like, it's getting blown out of proportion because I think there was a mistake made in the beginning to obviously not cause panic, but to sort of put this idea out that young people don't need to worry, that it's really a problem for the elderly. Now, yeah. while that is true on some level, it's more that it is more the fatality rate is higher for the elderly, but that doesn't mean that you won't be hospitalized due to how bad it gets. It just means it'll be so bad you have to go to the hospital, but you'll probably live. It's not, it's, yeah, don't worry about it. It's all good because there's a new study that came out from the CDC that essentially is telling us based on uh, the cases they were able to look at early on, they're looking at all the people that have been hospitalized. So that's about 508 patients in this specific study. 38% of those people that were hospitalized were between 20 and 54. Right. So that's nearly 40%. So that doesn't, yeah. I think, you know, the the idea that because you're young and it's all good to fuck around and not consider everyone else, I think is just completely, completely wrongheaded. It's the it's destructive, dangerous. And again, the stakes aren't, uh, 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 you're going to get a cold. It's the effects on the economy. It's effects on their own jobs. It's effects on their community. So again, yeah, uh, this this idea that, hey, man, it's all good. Spring break has to go on. No, 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 fuck that. It doesn't have to, yeah. And I get like, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be like, an like an old head being like you gotta stay inside but it's just like it's do you like it it is what it is yeah like you you you're if if you really don't give a shit about whether you get sick or not like you have to think about other people and you can't make the big sweeping generalization of like well old people fucked up the world that's absolutely true but that doesn't mean that you could that you could just uh kill them and it right. also like it not I don't know it it is like a it's frustrating killing a lot of people like I, I get I get why people especially young people feel kind of nihilistic about it in some ways but it's like you got to think outside of yourself and yeah, uh, it's still a world it's you like will selfishly be nihil it's selfish nihilism you know it's yeah. if they were like taking a stand while doing something boring that would be one thing but they're taking a stand to Go out and get drunk and, you know, go on spring break. So here's, like, yeah, and, yeah. here's a tip, kids. You can get drunk at your house. It's allowed. Cheaper. It's cheaper. It's allowed. It's fun. I was, yep. yeah. I had me and some friends from high school last night. We had, we were having a Franzia stream. We were fucking pounding, uh, space <laughs> we bags, slapping the fucking bag and space bagging, bro. 
and talking about high school. Like <laughs> space you can, bags. You can, <laughs> space bags. Yeah, just rip hit a couple space bags later, bro. <laughs> I've I've honestly been shocked and appalled at how easy it's been for me to get a box of Franzia. There should be a, a nationwide shortage of Franzia. Yeah. We should all be slapping the bag old school. Fuck but we're, priorities. One of, but we're not. One of the best things I've read on, uh, like in since this epidemic kind of uh, sent us all, marooned us, to borrow a phrase from Miles's recap of Richie Rich. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Was a thing talking about parenting, and they, it was like, the first and most important thing you can do as a parent is lower your standards for what is acceptable parenting. And I think you could say the same thing about uh, drinking. Like, you can drink at home by yourself now. That's all right. We're, yeah. We're I mean, a- I think... I think it all depends. Obviously, if uh, you're in recovery, you know, let's not oh, use yeah. this time to, to slip and slide. But right, I've, course, I've seen a lot of, of bored yeah. people, too. I think a lot of people are taking up weed in L.A. more than anything. Yes. They're like, because mm-hmm. yes, yeah. most people in L.A. will be like, dude, or I know a lot of people like, look, if I smoked weed, I'd just be at home all day, like fucking doing nothing. And I wonder how many weed demons are on people's shoulders right now being like, hey, you're at home all day doing nothing. Remember when we used to play Halo together and see what uh, kind of reactions those are bringing out of people? Because I feel like the we- the weed stores are pretty popular also right now. Yeah. I think I'm going to do mushrooms on Saturday. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm going to come Live in. Live stream? Yeah. I'm going to come in on, on Monday and be like, guys, I've, I've, I've got some fucking ideas. <laughs> you know, you're like, guys, I've got some news. Very <laughs> You won't believe what I learned we this weekend. We are actually so fucking small. And <laughs> There's actually nothing, man, because when you think about the universe, like we're insignificant. We're like a pinprick, okay? So, so it's actually fine. <laughs> so one thing that just as we're kind of tracking how this is spreading, I, that was like kind of one of the biggest revelations of the past 24 hours was that uh, it's more common, like 40% of people... Uh, being hospitalized or on the younger side. Yeah. Uh, another thing that seems to be, I don't know, it's like a central detail that uh, the the main thing people are using to track it is how many people have the virus, but it's so tied to testing. Like it's just, yeah. it just seems like the numbers, like the numbers in New York spiked uh, Wednesday night because a bunch of tests became available and right. it's, it's just, it's been spreading undetected for close to a month now. Um, you know, there's no smoking gum that the gun that the Trump administration did anything to actively prevent testing as the main reason it's been so slow, but it mm, does seem like seen. they're actively not doing shit to get the tests out. And they keep saying it's horrible. Everyone should have a test that needs one, but we keep not having enough tests everywhere in the country. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. People made a big deal when West Virginia had its first case. Like it's, it's even reached West Virginia, but it's, it's been in West Virginia. They just tested somebody in West Virginia. Like that's, I don't know. It seems very, when you look at like where the U S compares to Italy and South Korea in terms of testing, it's just, it's very, very slow. And Italy is, yeah. you know, had a big problem with not testing. And, uh, you know, South Korea seems to be the 
the standard that we should all be aspiring to in the sense that they made testing very available and they were able to get a handle on it Flatten before that curve, baby. and test Flatten as many people as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it seems like, I mean, it's so slow, but it does seem like at least respond, like some response, um, on like the state and city level is starting to happen. It's still, I don't know. I'm still really frustrated with a lot of it, but there are like city services seem to be expanding and becoming accessible to more people. Right. I, uh, but I, but it's still like, even in the midst of that, like ice was allowed to go out yesterday and like detain we, people yeah detain people uh there was uh in, in encampments in echo park were still raided and taken down like yesterday like what the fuck are you doing you know um yeah. so i i think you know if you if <laughs> just stay vigilant in your area stay connected if you can with just like on a local level as as well because it's like you i don't know it's it's there's a lot of disconnect where our mayor yesterday said oh there's going to be six thousand beds that are going to be available for um local unhoused people uh but then the same day you have encampment sweeps happening so uh if if there is like a local place where you can get uh news on on what's happening with your neighbors you should uh try to do that yeah, I think yeah. even just with the how the White House is handling even the questions about testing reveals how f they're fucking it up so poorly because yeah. it's never like they can never give a detailed answer to actually explain what the holdup is. It's like, yeah, man, we got to get these tests done, you know, and uh, you know, rather than being if they were really honest, they're like, you know, we're having a lot of difficulty getting these tests, but this isn't a, an administration that's willing to be transparent or be accountable for anything. So it's just a lot of hand wringing and being like, yeah, you know, uh, we'll see what happens out there. Just everybody stay inside for now. When really the reason why so many like other countries that have been able to get a handle on it is because they've been able to test people and identify the people who have it, go through all these contact traces to make yeah. sure like, okay, what are all the, the ways that this infected person may have connected with other people, locking that down as quickly as possible. Meanwhile, in this country, motherfuckers are partying on South Beach like Daisy Fuentes is about to pull up on a jet ski. Mm, and I know. We have, and it's like wait, really Jamie, bad. you got that reference or no? There, no, you, I don't know what the I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But uh, the Daisy Fuentes, <laughs> Daisy Fuentes, like, House of Style, Spring that's Break, one 1992. For the old heads. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Dan I was, Cortez, I wasn't around. Dan Cortez, about to come down on a fucking parachute and be like, "Oh, what up, y'all? I got my bandana on." But the real, right. the real shit of it all is that. Again, like I said yesterday, we've been in a terrible car accident, but we have not done an x-ray yet. We yeah. just know we've right. been in a terrible car accident and we're not even doing the basics first or at least emphasizing that we're so we're in such a state of disarray that we're having to like use all these emergency measures just to make sure our healthcare workers are protected through this. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think people need to really also be aware of just how, um, just how poorly the administrations responded to this. Um, and again, it's falling on people on the state level. There's no leadership at the federal level. So states are having to do what they can. And then local municipalities are having to do what they can. And it's, and, 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 and people are fucking up on every level. So it's like, yeah, yeah. it's that they don't mean, have enough it, information. People want to go outside because they're not, they're not, we're not, uh, properly communicating the severity of this to people i still can't get a straight answer on whether i can take my my fucking dog outside everyone's telling me a different thing there yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, i do feel like 
Yeah. I, I mean, there's all this like macro, like the way we're covering it is like very macro at like a huge level with where like people are treated as statistics. Um, one thing that's been helpful for me, or at least I've found it reassuring, and I think we're all kind of figuring out what works for us uh, in this new reality, but like just the New York Magazine, The Cut, had this article by Molly Fisher that was just like her account of the week that where like coronavirus became real to everyone. And like having like just really uh, well-written, well-constructed descriptions of like different people's experiences of like during this was, I don't know, reassuring or like therapeutic to me. That might, that's one thing that uh, I wanted to suggest. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's also on the other hand, uh, a one woman went to get tested in Westchester two days later, two nurses in hazmat suits showed up at her door, uh, tested all seven of the people in her household and told them they're not allowed to leave the house for two weeks. And oh my God, just like gave them a packet with rules that they had to comply to. And it was, it's just, they're like, if you need food, call us. If you uh, need it's food, very call much us. like, it's like the end of ET, just like all of a sudden these like hazmat suit people just oh, like yeah. show Jesus. up at your door and are like, you are in quarantine. Dude, Drew Barrymore back again. There. <laughs> yeah, we can't stop. Oh, another thing I watched last night, Charlie's Angels 2, Full Throttle. Oh, wait, any good? Scrape the trash. The, I was like, the first one is garbage. We did that on Back to oh. the Cast not too long ago, but yeah. the second one I have to imagine is worse. It's it starts off with like a fucking ridiculous portrayal of I think like a Mongolian drinking hall, mm-hmm. um, where the blonde white woman of Cameron Diaz comes to lure them and distract them. But it's uh, anyway, McGee is a fucking visionary. I must say, McGee, yeah. the fact that there is a working person that goes by McGee, hell yeah, it dude. really. I mean, now more than ever. It was the era, though, when music video directors had these, like, monikers where they were acting like super, like, cartoon villains. It's like, I'm X, I'm Little X, I'm Mr. X. There was a time where, like, Mick G could have, like, positioned himself as, like, because what didn't, like, Spike Jones start by, like, directing music videos and Mick G could be like, yeah, I'm like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like the Spike Jones of people whose names are Mick G. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I hope Mick G is is holding up in the choir, just cooking on some incredible shit in the choir. That would be terrific. And that is spelled M, capital M, lowercase c, capital G. Capital G. G. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or his real name, Joseph McGinty Nickel. Hell yeah. From Kalamazoo, Michigan. (laughs) Yeah, of course he's called Mick G. I love it. Speaking of people who uh, are indispensable at this time, uh, I want to give a shout out to people who are still working in the grocery store, uh, yes. you know, not sleeping, putting themselves on the line. You know, them, in addition to healthcare workers, are really like the front line of this shit. Also, truckers apparently um, are being treated like shit. Like some of the mm-hmm. places, like the shippers and receivers are asking drivers to. Uh, sign affidavits that they are not sick, uh, and then they're not allowed to use the restroom uh, or the buildings when they're like doing their pickups. Uh, they just like don't want drivers in the facilities because they want to keep everyone isolated. But it's like we still need to treat each other like humans. Aren't they set if- up a porta potty? 
Right. And truckers yeah. are Whatever. treated Don't be so like... horribly anyways that like right. on top well, of I this, think, yeah. like, this is the like hope... frontline people are being treated horribly. This is the hope or the thing I'm holding out for is that this crisis brings an emphasis on and attention to these kinds of jobs that we're like, I don't know why we need to pay these people like money at like a living wage. Cut to right. we are fucking relying on them to keep us alive right now is why you need yeah. to pay them a living wage. Meanwhile, it's Absolutely. like- you know, we we also overpay in so many other positions because of the way we're emphasizing the importance of occupations in our society. So I think yeah. I hope that that is also a thing that is born out of this. Um, sorry to sorry to derail this really quick. I just want to let you know the the things that McGee had directed. I, we maybe should have. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, well, so no, no, no. We're still talking about people whose contributions to society were always yeah. in respect. Now Actually, no, I, Jamie, yeah. go on. I'm sorry. No, no, I, what, you were going to talk about McG oh. and then just stop? We'll talk, okay. we, we'll, we'll continue to display solidarity <laughs> just, with the working class, but, but we, yeah, but we will, this I, is a continuing, we, we will always have solidarity with the working class on this show. Yeah. Uh, but just, just to let you know, McG was no fucking loser. Okay. Let me yeah. just yeah. run down some I, of his I would never early, a loser. let me just run down some of Mick Guz's early Mick work. Guz? He produced Sugar Ray's first album and co-wrote several songs on their second album, including the smash hit, Fly. Wow. Oh, wow. The song. I had a hit clip of Fly. Also directed Smash Mouth's All-Star video, The Offspring's Pretty Fly for a White Guy video, and and then directed documentaries on Corn and Sugar Ray. He's okay, and then, oh, Corin liked the band. He, he got the no, pop video of the like, year. Cor- he got the pop video of the year award at the Billboard Awards in 1997 for uh, also doing Smash Mouth's "Walking on the Sun" music video. Okay, that song actually slaps. Like there are some that Smash Mouth songs that are genuinely like really. Uh, then the morning comes is my Smash Mouth slapper that I feel like is. Very underrated. Then the morning comes was my jam. Mm. McGee is a, he's a dirtbag icon. <laughs> yeah, he literally. No, somebody like, needs to make a biopic about McGee. That that'll be <laughs> incredible. Like the just that whole aesthetic of like dudes with frosted tips who are just like completely red. It was like someone on their way to having the vision of David LaChapelle's like photography, mm. but right. like. But then just like rather than like doing the work, did a bunch of Adderall and read some books and said, yeah, I got I'm pretty sure I got this. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> read some books is uh, you're you're being generous with your interpretation well, of his I think process. by that. I mean, Do he looked at some like McGee picture books and books. It's hard to say. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there, uh, there. Uh, go, going back to so a quick solidarity uh, story and just a reminder for our listeners, if you have people in your life that you're concerned about, uh, another thing that I, that was on my mind that I was curious if there was any writing about, and there's a little bit, um, is uh, quarantine life for people uh, in terms of like domestic violence situations. Uh, so there, I mean, obviously, for a lot of people in a domestic violence situation, a quarantine is like you know infinitely worse, and the um, calls to hotlines has gone up. Um, by a pretty large margin in the past couple of weeks. So if you have someone in your life that you were feeling uh, something is off here, there's maybe some concern uh, there, I encourage you to, you know, it's a shitty conversation to have, 
I've been on both sides of it, but like, you know, reach out. Um, it's, it's very possible, especially, I mean, where like so much of domestic violence has to do with power dynamics and control and that people are feeling like there's Ooh, not yeah. a lot of control over their lives right now. So if you have a friend or a family member who's in uh, what it maybe appears to be kind of a volatile relationship, just check in on them. Um, and, and if they are in a bad situation, you know, like, um, get in touch with someone and figure something out. Cause my, I'm always just like, so, you know, concerned that, I don't know though. I've, uh, this is my second quar. My first quar was very brief because I was in Boston during the marathon bombing in 2013. Oh, wow. mm. Uh, but I was quarantined for two days with like an abusive partner and it was like really scary. Jesus. And where this quarantine is indefinite, check in on everyone yeah. nothing is annoying no check-in is annoying right now so yeah do it up no it's almost like a duty to each other yeah, exactly. that we should really check in with each other as much as possible yeah all right guys let's take a quick break and we'll be right back and we're back and uh, one story that is, I don't know, somewhat interesting. This whole quarantine is kind of making me reevaluate how well I understand internet and how it is delivered <laughs> to oh, us. Oh, no. <laughs> because, uh, how, hey, Jack, how do you uh, open How do you PDF? open PDF? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, they're saying that, like, they might have to ask Netflix to cap the amount of streaming that they're uh, allowing people to do because... Uh, yeah, it's eating up the bandwidth. It's eating up so much bandwidth, which suggests that, like, there's more... Like, that there's just a global, like, pot of bandwidth that we're all drawing on, and if <laughs> if, like, one group is eating up too much of it, the other group suffers, which is not necessarily how I had really thought about... Uh, internet service providers before this. Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah, but I guess I mean, we're all like working with the same servers, right? So So should we start like downloading shit? What do we do? Right. BitTorrent, BitTorrent, BitTorrent. Right, but BitTorrent is like one of the big uh culprits, isn't it? Like BitTorrent eats so much bandwidth. Ah, up. man, then then we never win. Then we can never yeah. win. <laughs> I think well the, the the what they have to do is basically bring the streaming quality down so people aren't blasting straight up 1080p HD video into their homes. It's like Oh yeah. We right. got to bring it down because that takes a lot of bandwidth, not just a term that you use when you want to shirk work uh yeah. in your corporate life. Like, no, I, don't maybe this I, got, is something... I don't know if I got the bandwidth. Maybe this is something Zeitgang can explain, but like, I feel like I'm noticing a like diminished capacity. Like we we keep having uh, our like G chat uh, or our Google Hangouts like dropped, uh, which is not something that necessarily happened a lot to me uh, in the past. I'm just wondering, yeah, like is it the fact that I'm more reliant on it because we're all working remotely? Is it that everybody? everybody's grid. working remotely and so there's like more strain on it like i've heard some people complain that you know they are home in an apartment building and there's a lot of people you know working and drawing on the same internet and like that's fucking with their ability to get work done um i'm just wondering if that is like i know that that happens when you're 
at a big event, like it's like everybody, like you can't get a lot of service because everybody's trying to use their phones at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just wondering if like that's happening on a global scale right now. I'm mm. curious. I, I don't really understand how that works. Did did y'all see the episode of Joe Para this season where Joe Firestone's character is talking about the grid and how, <laughs> I don't know. So has anyone seen that episode? No. Okay, first of all, Joe Parra Talks to You is always the most underrated in it because not every, I, I will say it's underrated till every person on the planet has seen it. Absolutely. Uh, but And it's got a second season, doesn't it? Yeah, Isaac worked on the second season. Hey. Uh, hey. Swish. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but there's like an episode in the second season where Joe Firestone's character is like a major doomsday prepper. So I've been thinking about her character a lot. <laughs> and she like just talks a bunch about how like, yeah, actually the electrical grid is owned or like the internet grid is owned by blah, 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 blah. And if one person gets mad, everyone loses their internet. Anyways, just something right. I think about. And you're just like, fuck <laughs> damn yeah and you know we're we're having to like rely on the internet speeds to like upload these episodes to our editor to like put them together and it's just a thing DJ like Dan. yeah dj which dj daniel is incredibly patient and the best uh but yeah it's just a thing where i feel like the resources of bandwidth and uh you know the speed that our ISPs are providing internet at is now something we all have to be conscious of and paying a lot of attention to. And that wasn't necessarily the case for me in the past. So, so, so what do we now get to like tell film bros that like you can't watch things at the highest, uh, highest like resolution and not shut up about it. Is that fun? Probably. Dude, I'm not watching. I'll be fucking dead before I watch pan's labyrinth in standard death. (laughs) Right, 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 right. They're like, if I can't watch it in 4k, my favorite thing is when like a fucking, uh, like film bro goes, off on you and is like they want to watch the shittiest thing possible in 4k they're like right. you seriously think i'm gonna <laughs> like watch a 30 rock rerun in anything less than four fucking k we were just talking about how bad 4k looks for so many things it yeah. looks so like older shit so it's like yeah. dude, no just keep it at like 720 at yeah, you're, yeah. Like, Good, fam. you're like they they didn't want it to look this way they weren't thinking that right. things could look that they way didn't think you'd be able to see every pore on their face i don't want to see yeah it's like i don't want to see alec baldwin's pores yeah. i barely want to see alec baldwin it's a compromise <laughs> as it is you know yeah <sighs> well speaking of questions that i want to pose and have no way of answering mm-hmm. uh do you guys think celebrities still make sense in this new reality yes okay yeah they're funny but so it's just celebrities being earnest doesn't work maybe i don't know it's 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 tone deaf gestures that make me cringe uh and like if we're talking about this imagine video i can see we gotta talk about this imagine video we're kind of always talking about this imagine video i can't imagine why we would talk about this imagine video but imagine a scenario like this in which the world is at a standstill and people who are self-important and thrive off the attention from groups massive groups need something to do and feel productive i like i see the sentiment of having all these familiar faces smile at camera and sing a, a one of our one of these torch songs that most people know but 
there's also this level that they're not connecting to of just sort of like the general fear and tension that people have right now about right. the uncertainty, right. especially financially. And to see yes. a bunch of people who are like broadcasting from like their mansions and like smiling like ain't shit going on there's, is like right. unnerving. God, I mean, oh, yes. Okay, so I Kate uh, Kate Raft at Kate Raft on Twitter. She did a, a pretty cool thread that um, she like researched what some of the houses of the celebrities look like, and they're like, here's what this celebrity was like cropping out. Like Natalie Portman has this freaky ass like space mansion that she was just standing in front of a bush, but if you pull out, it's the scariest shit in the world. And like, <laughs> obviously, I just feel like okay, obviously celebrities are horrible, horrible, horrible. They'll never do the right thing. Uh, Gal Gadot yeah, well, is I mean literally chaotic evil. Uh, but like we need shit to talk about. Celebrities are a resource we need to do our job. Right. Mm. And, and it's like, I don't know. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's funny and stupid. And Jamie, uh, we have to, we have to realize that we as podcasters see an opening to be the new Gal Gadot's and Natalie Portman's of the world. But we, uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, we're going to take over. It is kind of funny. It, I, imagine feeling useful. That's like... <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I think that, yeah, so the celebs, they're feeling useless. They're feeling bored. They don't understand what it's like to be a person. And it's. I, I feel like it's a good boost to national morale for all of us to unite and call them fucking dumb, 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 dumbs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think maybe I think it also anything- is probably bothering some people that the only people who seem to be able to get testing like without <laughs> fail are like people who play in the nba and other celebrities well, and didn't idris elba idris, yeah idris elba and and like i think like a lot of celebrities have gotten just tested without any symptoms and that's like the only reason right. idris elba knows he has the corona is because right. yeah he like was just like i wonder if i have it i'm sleepy and it turned out that he had it. I mean, it's there. The inequality class-wise, there is is next level. And as yeah. it pertains to the Imagine video, uh, there's a lot of great celebrity betrayals. People that you're like, oh, I love this person. Oh no, why would they agree to do this? They're just yeah. fucking idiots, man. They're just dumb. They don't understand anything. And uh, it's, I think it's f- fun for us to all unite and um, be like, look at these Point fucking. Fingers jackasses because you think they're actually going to help of course they're not i mean yeah that's where <laughs> that's where i like, want to see my that. breath waiting for someone to do a well, good I mean, thing yeah some showrunners have tried to like put their own money into like keeping some of like the the crews paid and things like that because i know that's a big thing right now in la is the amount of uh production that's halted yeah which is one of the main industries here so there's a lot of jobs not just here in atlanta uh like vancouver other huge production hubs they're all experiencing the same thing but yeah, I mean, I think maybe if the, with the celebrity thing, the thing that's going to change is maybe the nature of celebrity where when we were like in the high flying times of like, yeah, don't worry, we're like running on fumes as an economy. But like we like to hold these other people up who live these like lifestyles that seem impossible that like keep us sort of aspiring to maybe back to people who are like doing really good. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think in the end, we always need sort of like these fantasy, fantastic figures to sort of like look up to and and dream. But I also th- there's also moments where I'm like, ah, yeah, now that we're in a time like this, like people need like some really like they need nourishment from people that have this much influence, too. 
Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think it's kind of like it's net good that people have like we've all generally like become very like the bullshit detector on like an insincere celebrity uh, right. gesture is like it's almost a uniting thing where it's like it's less yeah. even the celebrity that matters, but the fact that we're all like fuck you like yeah i like that's like the fun uniting factor here yeah it was like rich kids like riding by in their like convertible and be like we're going to our fantasy island to like drink champagne all day and the rest of us are like dude get the fuck out of here <laughs> i don't need that shit right now i love it um well real quick for our quarantine activity for the day uh it looks like the people at hallmark channel listen to daily zeitgeist Oh, 100%. Oh? Of course. We knew that, though. I mean, Hello? look. Right. The brands are listening, mate, because we make the culture, you know, and are everything you? we talk about here basically becomes the law of the land. Um, mm -hmm. And many people were sharing this article with me and the show uh, because, you know, on Tuesday's episode, I was like, I think we just need to fully regress, put the Christmas decorations up. If time dilation is going to fuck us up, like, let's fucking go for it. Let's let's start time traveling. Let's just we can call this month fucking December if we want. And then we can make the 31st a whole new new year and do 2020 over if you want to. But the Hallmark Channel, I they I think, understand how much people love Christmas films because they're moving up like a, their countdown to Christmas movie marathon. From this Friday, the twentieth, up until the twenty second, and they've got every they're 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 opening up the uh the vaults basically to show films that were probably not going to come out to the end of this year. So you can see uh Candace Cameron Beret's uh Christmas Detour. Uh and Hell you can yeah. also see Christmas in Rome starring Party of Fives Lacey Shea Bear, okay? And there are oh, other wow. films with Wait, people like Kristen Chenoweth. Eliza Thornberry. Huh? Lacey Schubert, she's, she's an icon. What's Eliza Thornberry? Miles, in the wild, Thornberry is the cartoon. She See, this is where animals. This is the other. This that. is the other divide where I'm like Daisy Fuentes, Spring Break. I'm like, what the fuck is Thornberries? What the, <laughs> the wild Thornberries? Hey, she's what a, Thornberries? Lacey Schubert is also in Mean Girls. She's Gretchen. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm old though, so I know her from Party of Five. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. And also, Adrian Grenier from Entourage is in it, one of these films that's coming out. Oh hell yeah! yeah. So it's good to see. Hold him on doing, to your butts. Doing work. Um, and then there's also other movies that are being released on VOD, uh, but pr still pretty expensive. Like they're charging twenty dollars. That's uh, what's bothering me. Yeah, them. I'm. I'm kind of. I I hope that that changes and people aren't responsive to like because I got AMC stubs and they obviously everything's on pause there. But they're like, hey, uh, you can like see a movie you're going to see, but it's going to cost more than a month's membership and you can only have <laughs> right. it for 48 hours. I'm like, well, then who the fuck? I don't want to see Emma that bad. I want to see it like 15%. Right. Yeah, yeah. If anything, start yeah, bootlegging that shit on, put them on your Plex servers. Yeah. Ooh. Birds of Prey uh, came out, Trolls World Tour, Just Mercy, The Gentleman, Bloodshot, The Invisible Man. Emma, The Hunt, and Rise of Skywalker are some of the movies that came out early on demand. But yeah, yeah, we're going to come I, out in the next couple of days. Hey, yeah, I don't oh, think Zeit that's going to work. Zeitgang, for real, if you've got access to, to digital screeners, slide into my DMs immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah, what you uh, well, need guys, is Plex. It's, I don't it's have been, it. Oh, yeah, get Plex. And then Zeitgang, if you have a Plex or a Liddy Plex server, uh, hit us up. 
because that way you can you can you can watch all kinds of media off the Plex server. Uh, and also, oh, announcement: Plex. we also have a Discord server that oh, DJ yeah. Daniel hath set up for Zeit Gang to congregate, exchange ideas, communicate, uh, help each other, post memes, post adorable pet photos, just to keep everybody connected. Um, look at you know either my Twitter, the Zeitgeist Twitter, Daniel's Twitter. Uh, we've got the we've got the Discord going up. the The link will also be in the footnotes as well. So be sure to check those out. But yeah, connect with us. Uh, we're on there from time to time, chatting with everybody. It's it's cool. The vibe, and you know, keep the vibes nice out there. You know how it is. You do know how it is. I'm excited. Um, I've never been in a Discord, and I and I'm, I'm gonna try. Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, well, guys, it's been a pleasure chatting with you as always. Um, where, Jamie, where can people find you, follow you? Uh, you can find me on twitter.com at Jamie Loft oh, help. Yeah. Love or that website. In, oh, oh, it's bringing me nothing uh, but but good vibes these days. <laughs> uh, and uh, Instagram at Jamie Christ Superstar. Uh, I'm doing a bunch of live stream comedy shows in the next couple of days. Most of them are raising money uh, for various causes. You can go onto my Instagram stories for Ew. more about that. And listen to the Bechtel cast. Our Black Swan episode just came out and it's really fun. And I'm still determined to become Isaac caught me crying over being bad at ballet yesterday. So you know, oh, I'm back. Hey, in the go. Zone. Hold on. You got to go easy on yourself. Okay. This is not, you can't just go from zero to swan in, in, in a couple of days. Okay. So Jamie, maybe I was not crying too late I wasn't to a become swan. a ballet dancer. Uh, ha, you're, you're 13? I'm 13 14? years old. Misty okay, Copeland yeah. started when she was 13. I'm 13 now. I can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> th- <laughs> I think with all this, yeah, with time being messed up, I think maybe you should be like, yeah, I'm 13. I think when we can, I think when we come out of the quarantine, we can all lie about our age by a margin of about five years. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm willing to say I'm gonna go as far as eight. Okay, do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be like I'm, and because I'm 18, I'm gonna say I'm 13. There you go. Uh, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yeah, I got a tweet from my friend Rob Wisman at Rob Wisman. Uh, it says, "I think this virus is so infuriating because we can't see it." It would be sort of rad if we had to all team up and bash some little Mucinex guys. Yeah, that would be tight. <laughs> it would be good. Damn, they would get the fucking. Oh my! I, I can't even give imagine a face to the villain. Yeah, um, yeah, like Americans are already so turned up. If there was like, hey guys, go group mob jump this fucking thing. Oh no, no. What would happen? Yeah, yeah it would be it those Mucinex would be like, whoa! I was just a, a weird caricature of a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be TJ Miller, and then who did they bring in? Like Topher Grace or that 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 social that that account that let me voice the Mucinex guy, Mucinex, you cowards! Oh, who is it? Cowards. Is like Stifler does it now? I don't fucking know. It's not TJ Miller. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I, there's a new product that's like a tanning bed for your phone that Super Producer Anna Hosnia showed showed to us uh, that uses UV rays to disinfect your phone. And they had some pretty cool art uh, of where it was like taking knives and killing uh, little germ people on your phone. Oh, yeah. Shank them. Thought that was tight. I liked Um, it. So maybe we can all just dramatize 
Just do it. Picture that in our mind, and we'll just wave knives wildly break. into the air to knife the yeah. virus if it's airborne. Uh, Miles, is there a tweet you've been enjoying, and where can people find you? Put it yes, out. Yes, I do have time. tweets I like. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray, PlayStation Network, Miles of Gray, Discord, Miles of Gray. Uh, also, my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance, where Sophia, Alexander, and I, you know, spark one and talk about our favorite trash reality show, 90 Day Fiance, which if you have Hulu, they got a ton of that shit up there. And if you have On Demand, you can catch up with all that shit. Um, some tweets that I like. First one is from Sean Clements, at Sean Clements. A lot of people posting about the fun phone calls and text threads they've been engaged in during this. And I just want to say that I also have that happening in my life with just so, so many friends. <laughs> um, the other one is from Dana Donnelly. She's The streak is alive with Dana Donnelly at Dana Donnelly, D-O-N-L-Y. Um, her tweet is, discovering so much about myself in quarantine. Like, it turns out when I said, I'll read when I have more time, I actually meant I'll never read even when the world is literally ending. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some tweets I've been enjoying. Shireen, uh, Shiro Hero, six six six, tweeted, "Envious of everyone with dogs right now because of the opportunity slash societal pass they give you to simply go on a walk outside. Meanwhile, I look like a freak walking around by myself carrying a poop bag." <laughs> and Amos Posner tweeted it's cool that the government initiated the Rural Electrification Act and funded the development of the internet so that years later dudes in Oakleys across the country could log on and tell us how terrible government spending is uh, and that's just true uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist we're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram we have a Facebook fan page and a website and a uh, what, what's the group chat thing called again? Discord, Discord. server Pappy. Discord. and a Discord server uh, where y'all can hang out we have a Facebook fan page and a website dailyzeitgeist.com where we post oh. our episodes and Good our notes. We link off to the information oh, that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's it going to be? We are going to go out on a group called Zoot Woman. Um, and they're just, I don't know where they're from. Uh, they just got like, you know, like a little electro poppy vibes from the early aughts. Um, this is from their album called Living in a Magazine. Uh, and the song is called It's Automatic. Uh, and it's just got like, you know, easy listening, easy listening. You know, if, if, if you like the song, stream the album, do, you know, do some vacuuming. You'll be you'll be right as rain. We're, all right. We're going to ride out on that. We will be back this afternoon with an episode to tell you guys what's trending. And we will talk to you then. Bye, Chelsea. Bye. Bye. I gotta be-